Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name's Keith, I'm your DM, the Tech Media Games. And the coffee is flowing. That's right. I am Josh, playing as Arlo. Zena's playing as Grim. And I'm Bryce, playing as your favorite character, Jack Lowe. <laughs> Jack this show, this episode, yeah, just probably. so you know. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Duke's Barbecue, not a sponsor. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Tank Media Games. If you like the show, please leave us a review. I know I'm asking at the beginning, but you know sometimes whenever the show's over, people tend to leave. I do that in podcasts, so you don't hear all the announcements at the end. You're one of those, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to finish your podcast to zero a lot of times. Uh, but thank you for being here. Last episode, we finished up some combat. Blackfang, Argnon, Briar, Atreid, Two Knolls, Grim, Jack, your neighbor, Bird, Arlo, the, the guy mayor, that one Vultures, time. the mayor. Everybody was here. Every character ever was in the in the fray. Roland um, popped back up. Ronald yeah, popped yeah, back up for yeah. a minute. Roland, God, who's Roland? He's from Borderlands. Okay, you know what? Your mom He's was there. Stuck on I think Roland everybody. was also the name of the dwarf at the very beginning of the first iteration of Dungeon Boys that yep. we had. Uh, but that's you can't listen to that. That anymore. was like graduation day, wasn't it? That was a graduation day no for the for the first iteration where it was like Brandon and, and Caleb yeah. oh that was way back the first yeah. cast I yeah. was there <laughs> yeah I've been here yeah. from the beginning Roland was also the name of the pug from Garfield 2 A Tale of Two Kitties <laughs> <laughs> that's where you probably that. know Roland <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> the way you delivered A Tale of Two Kitties with authority. All right, that hurt my stomach. I laughed so belly like. Um. Anyway, so they won the battle. An orc raiding party was there. Uh, they killed the orc raiding party from the Continental Army. Essentially, what we believe to be at first glance the bad boys. Uh, killed and fed them to mystical yeah, vultures. And, yeah, vultures were, were eating on them. In the wake of that battle, Argnon, the sheriff, asked Briar if he would be the mayor of town. Um, and he also asked Blackfang if Blackfang would join him in trying to protect the town because they have all, obviously likely angered the Continental Army and the, the council whenever they find out about this, if they find out about this. Um, eventually this troop will not come back. They did kill everybody, but eventually you know they will not return with what they were sent to retrieve. Um, so... Argnon said, asked for those things. Briar agreed to be the mayor. He also said that he could, he would allow his tr- his treant friend to plant himself in the center of the garden. Whose name uh, is? Whose name is Trent? Uh, and he will live there in the garden and kind of be a, a watchful protector over the city, as well as the Knolls will kind of have a truce and be protecting or protectors over the town as well. Um, and the final thing that was mentioned was Briar mentioned that before they left town, a messenger came with a letter addressed to Jack Law, and it was from uh, mother and father, and the address was in Lonesome that it was from. Plot twist, my yeah. parents are dead. Yeah, plot twist, Jack's parents are dead. So, uh, we don't know what that's about. You need to use the line at one point, like, I came here to love my parents and to kill. And I'm all out of parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to chew gum. I'm, I'm here to chew gum, hang out with my parents, and kill everybody here. And I'm all out of gum and parents. <laughs> um, I chewed so, my last parent. <laughs> yeah. So we'll say that everybody stood up. Everybody kind of gathered themselves after the battle, brushed I themselves off. Um, 
Yeah, Grim gathered an armload of weapons. Jack uh, procured a short bow and some arrows from one of the goblins that had passed away. And two more um, daggers. And two more daggers. Uh, you guys keep track of that. Also, they leveled up after that battle. Big battle, big event. Everybody leveled up. They're now level six. Um, and everyone is kind of returning to town right now. Argnon, Briar, uh, Blackfang uh, has taken his knolls and he has gone to the woods. He and Argonon had a conversation uh, off camera where uh, they they agreed to you know join back together and, and discuss plans, but they need to go back to town and kind of brief their townspeople versus... Argonon needs town. to walk off some death. Yeah. Uh, the ma- Well, no, we can't do that yet because the mayor is still tied up on the ground. We have to, we have to do all this in real time. So we're back. The mayor, the mayor is tied up on the ground. Uh, Argnon uh, is still talking to Blackfang. Um, what do you guys do? I shake Bones' hand. Okay. And I say, it was a pleasure working with you, Bones. And I point to the cliff. <laughs> There's no cliff. There's no cliff. There is now. There was. <laughs> there wasn't a cliff. I point in the direction away from but the like forest. Where, where you came from yeah. originally? Oh, that's really far away from you. But um, he could he could run that way. <laughs> I make him dash that way perpetually. That is his command: is to dash okay. toward the ocean. So yeah, it took y'all like a, a good ways to make it from the cliff to far. So like in about a day and a half, two days, he'll, he'll collapse before he'll, them. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> just be running. Yeah. Okay, so Bones just click clack clack runs off towards the cliff to try to jump off of it, but it's days away. So <clears> call him Uber uh, if they're faster. I would like to approach or Argnon and uh, Named Blackfang like still over there talking together. Really yeah, close. they're talking together. They're having right. a conversation. They they seem to be just kind of forming a plan on how this is going to work. I'm going to go talk to them. Okay. Blackfang, Argnon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you? What do you wish to do with the mayor? The orcs were unable to take him. He is useless as a figurehead in the town. Uh, I know he's caused you a lot of. Heartache, Black Fang. If you want to dispose of him, I don't think anyone in my group will oppose. Not at all. I would gladly like to split his skull wide open here and now on this battlefield, but on a battlefield where so much glory was had by the rest of us, it would be a disservice to allow him to die on it. Also, my new friend Argnon here, I don't want to set up, start our truce off with death. Argnon says... I appreciate that, Blackfang. My thought was we take him back to town and we keep him in uh, jail until uh, either some more folks come through or we find a good thing to do with him that's, that's easy for us to handle. Um, but I don't think executing him on the, on the green out here is, is appropriate. Blackfang says, As a show of good faith, I will follow wherever you lean on this matter. Community service, perhaps. It is his doing that caused all the houses in town to be burnt. Mm. Mm. What? So you're saying maybe put him on construction detail, rebuilding some homes? Indeed. I tend to think that... I can't, uh, I can't nod my head on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Imagine nod. a head nodding noise. Yeah, you could just say he nods his head or something like that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, we might be on to something. I think we've had, uh, I think we've had enough blood today. I, but I, I'm kind of thinking that, you know... This uh, this mayor here, he was kind of in on what old uh, Ronald Witherbranch was up to. Maybe um, sparing him today, it might come to light later that you know we actually did the right thing. What old Wither Witherbranch? Mm. Yes, 
Never knew um, how the cards will unfold. Uh, he, he's still writhing on the ground, right? Yeah. Are his hands tied up? Like yeah, hands together? are tied. I want to. Hands are tied. Shoulders are tied. Like bi- biceps. That area is tied. Feet yeah. are tied. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to him. Gagged. And uh, I want to like grab like the wrist ties, and I want to like pick him up and have him over my back like he's a pack. Yeah, you did that. Black Fang was about to do that, so you're you're perfect. Uh, What'd uh, you do with the other? You got like weapons in the other arm. Crap. <laughs> yeah. Wrap his arms around the neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't think you can like put all those weapons in your inventory. I want to be a little bit stricter about I have that. A, a, what are they called? A sheath? No, never mind. A belt? That. A utility belt for a hundred no, weapons? No, Graham, maybe, a, maybe of, the, a pocket uh, of holding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got one pocket that just bulges out like three yeah. feet to your side. Cram all the weapons in the guy's arms and then just carry him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we spend a lot of time on carrying the Graham, I, 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 um, I forgot about the weapons. Graham, if um, you know, if um, the town's new new friends and the gnolls are, are going to be working as uh, as defenders of this area, maybe they could use some of these weapons to effect. Arlo, that is a that. that is a good idea. What do you think, Grim? That was my plan. I was going to make there be a middleman and get some coin from all this, but uh, whatever. I, I, I dropped the, Arno, the pile of weapons. Um, Ar- Argnon, Argnon says, "No, Grim, ab- absolutely. the the town w- The town will compensate you for these weapons. And obviously, I was incapacitated rather quickly. You all took care of this on your own, so the town is in your debt. You get to carry the weapons. Very well. I will. I'm set on picking yeah. on this dude like a pack. I will, I will do it. It is um, in Grim's character. A sack of dirty laundry. <laughs> um, Briar says." Uh, Feet first. All right, everyone. I think that's a good idea. Um, so, I think we should all return to town. I will go into the manor, get everything set up uh, for myself. Um, Is the manor lootable? <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was an important question. That was out of character. Um, let's all return to town then. Jack, you can read that letter. Arlo, <clears throat> um, I don't imagine you you all will be sticking around here much longer. Uh, but maybe so. But I, I would like to have a, a quick discussion with you before uh, we part ways and I become busy leading this town. But let's all return uh, to town. What say you all? I agree. Yeah, I think that's a great course of action there. Master Briar, we, we return to your town, really, I think. That is correct. It is my town. He pulls on his suspenders. <laughs> yeah, he does. He pulls on his suspenders and he looks down at Burb and he says, Burb, you have been invaluable. Come, return to town with us. Burp says, mm, Come on, friend. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, puts his, he had his crossbow in his hand ready to, ready to go. He hooks it back to his belt. Um, he flips his hood up. Uh, and he grabs onto his sword, like, you know, and, and, and swaggers along with everybody because of, he just, he feels like he did a good job. <laughs> Take wide steps. <laughs> yeah. So you guys all uh, return to town. Can I have my, my vulture land in the in the in Trent? You you sure sure you certainly back. can. Um, how long does that last? Is that going to be around? Uh, it's like an hour or two. Uh, I think we've been in combat for like a couple minutes. So yeah, we've probably been in combat. He's for just kind of hanging out in less than a minute. Yeah, actually. really. It it was not very long. It was uh, twenty four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Fastest battle ever. Yeah. I mean, it's just like... I guess when you really add it up, like, if you look at those, like, the Lord of the Rings battle, if there was a battle between just, like, 12 dudes, it would be over pretty quick. That's true. Um, So, you guys head back to town. 
When you get back to town, uh, before you get back, uh, Black Fang splits off with his gnolls and heads back to the woods. Arnon bids him farewell and tells him uh, he looks forward to seeing him and working with him. We need to debrief our towns and, and <clears throat> our, 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 uh, you know, our, our settlements, make sure everybody's on board, and then we'll start to assimilate. Uh, and then they all head, you all head into town. Argonon heads into his sheriff building. Uh, Grim, uh, would you kindly hand me the mayor? Sure. I like, hand I'll me that flop mayor. him down yeah. on the ground. Uh, Argonon, Argonon grabs him like underneath that the ropes that are tied around his his uh, biceps and like picks him up and says, oh, "Thank goodness." <laughs> and uh, uh, walks into the thing, the mayor, the whole way. You know I am. And then they go, and the door shuts to the sheriff's office, um, and Briar. Uh, reaches into his pocket and he takes it out and he says oh Jack I believe this letter is for you <clears throat> and he hands you the letter and before we read that or no we can go ahead and read that actually you I open the letter cool I'll read to you what it says with my new dagger yep so the letter uh, says Jack please read this to your brothers we have heard from your uncle, aunt, and your cousins that they have arrived in Buckland after their abrupt departure from us and are, await are awaiting a visit from you whenever you can get on your way. But before you leave Fark, please stop by the Thirsty Thurge. A gnome Simon has something we need... A, excuse me, a dwarf Simon has something we need you to pick up on your way. It's a key to your uncle's new summer home, so you must not leave without it. Simon is not one of our servants, so he likely won't recognize you. After that, do get on your way to Buckland, you silly boy, mother and father. Okay. You got a cousin? It's just an Arabian prince promising me a million dollars. Do you read it to everybody or you just kind of... I don't imagine that I did. Okay. I feel like I just kind of read it to myself. Okay. Because um, I'm confused about it, so... Sure. Not really something I want to share with everybody. Would you like to roll an investigation check to see if you can kind of decode what's going on? Uh, I outside of the game, pretty I'm pretty sure what's going on. Oh yeah, well then if you are, then I feel like Jack would be pretty sure as well. He's a clever one. Then maybe I don't know what's going. Anyway, investigation twenty four. Yeah, you know exactly what it means. It's right. Corgus and uh, <laughs> Betty are sending you a letter telling you you need to go to Buckland. The people that, uh, the, the full hearts that disappeared before your very eyes have made it there successfully. They've received word, but you can't leave before you get a key from someone named Simon in the Thirsty Thirge. Gotcha. Um, but okay. yeah, that's no, what it... that is not what I thought it was. Okay. What, what do you think it was? I thought, because I told you all I wanted to take a level with Wizard, and the Thirsty Thirge is the only place that you've mentioned it as magic. Oh, gotcha. like, oh, he's throwing me a bone. Reason I have to go to the Thirsty Thirge. <laughs> Let's cut for just a brief wow. second because I stopped the recording by accident. Sorry about that cut, folks. I hit the space bar to see how long we had been recording, and I stopped one of the mics. Um, so you goofed. Uh, we're back. Bryce was th thinking he knew what it meant. Um, it could still mean that sort of, but not in that letter. So Bryce uh, or Jack obviously know has obviously decoded what this letter is supposed to say, what it means. Um, I truly thought that was would have been clearer. I um, understood it. Clearly. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, see, but I also didn't have a reason to go to the first right, church before. Yeah. Bryce had but Bryce did. Yeah. The, the only reason I didn't get it is because it was addressed to me directly yeah. and no one else in the group. Right, right, right. 
And I was the only one that had a predetermined need for going there. Absolutely. I wasn't sure if it would be a physical key or like the key to finding something. Gotcha. The key to all hope. The key to the heart of the bean. Okay. Uh, Jack, uh, how, how, how's your folks? Uh, they are well. They, they've, that's not his voice. They are well. They've asked me to go to the Thirsty Thirds, and you are to come with me. We have some business to attend to there. Me? Oh, okay. All right. Before you... <laughs> That's an audible wink. <laughs> Arlo, before you go, I would just like to tell you that you too. if whatever your business is <laughs> takes you away from this town, uh, I want you to know that I am proud of you, and that I appreciate you coming and saving my life from the Knolls, and that uh, I think you are perfectly capable of going out on your own uh, and... and Winning the world back to goodness, as it were. Master Briar, I thank you. you. You raised me right, and you taught me everything I know. I, I know I'll be just fine. Are, are, are you going to be all right right here? I will be well. I have a beautiful garden to attend to every day, and a, a group of people that I intend to lead toward goodness. Um, so, uh, Arlo, if this, I must get to work. If this is goodbye for now, goodbye. I hope to see you soon. All right. You want your uh, you want your staff back, right? I do not, Briar. I, I mean, I do not, uh, Arlo. That is, <laughs> that is your staff now. Oh. You keep it, Master Briar. I thank you. This this means a lot to me. This 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 is something I've I've always seen that you have wielded with with great uh, power and authority over uh, over all the creatures of the land. Yes. We already did this. Use it. Use it to treat them kindly. Um, yeah. I was trying to give it back to him. The, uh, your hat, does your hat still work? Covers my head good. But with the books and all. Remember how it yeah, holds the books? Yeah. yeah, I ain't got no books, though. Okay. You ne- Listen, you ain't never taught me how to read good. I understand. I hope that these fine gentlemen that you're with will be able to teach you a little bit extra about how to read. I can read my name and your name and dead children. That is a good way to start. That's a good start right there. Uh, it's as good a place as any. But Arlo, I love you. And I will see you next I see you. Uh, Arlo goes in for the big hug. Yep. <clears throat> Briar squeezes you in. You can't breathe in as all his rolls. <laughs> and then he lets you go. And then he was never seen again. He says, Grim, <clears throat> Jack. I, I reach out to shake his hand. Shake. It was a pleasure to meet you. Absolutely. It was a pleasure as well. Take care of Arlo now as he will hopefully will, take care of you. I will do my best. Jack as well. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Master Briar. It you certainly has. Even a side glance will get you a new friend. So, yeah, you don't have to spend an hour concentrating. Well, <laughs> you're good. And uh, we were discussing uh, Josh getting new forms. And, of course, Burb. I hope to see you again as well. If you ever are passing through Fark on any of your adventures, please do not hesitate to stop in. I have certainly enjoyed my friendship with you. Burb looks up and says, Friendship. Come on, friend. <laughs> uh, and then he reaches up to give Briar a great big hug. He jumps up and gives Briar a big hug around his neck. And then Briar says, All right, gentlemen, good luck on your adventures. If you need me, I'll be here in Fark. Uh, he turns around and goes into his manor to begin, or his, you know, his uh, mayor's house to begin work on becoming the mayor of this town. As, he you can, cocoons himself. <laughs> you, can hear, you can hear him on the way in, like he points to the gallows on the way in, and he looks to like someone, like a guard or someone, and says, Tear that ugly thing down. I don't believe we'll be needing any gallows anytime soon. As he goes into the. Uh, 
the thing. Put up a McDonald's instead. <laughs> I was kind of, I didn't realize where the garden and the gallows was. I thought the gallows was in the middle of town. So I was thinking like the tree and it was just going to like push it aside and like take root Not right yet. there. Yeah, the garden, is, visual, though. the garden is in the center of town. Um, the gallows was kind of near that, I guess. It just like um, envelops it and the blade gets on one of his hands. <laughs> the guillotine. <laughs> but the tree, as, the tree as well, as you're having this conversation, he kind of steps over and as Briar goes into his home, the tree and like steps into the middle of the garden and you can see him root himself. And part of what a tree um, is that whenever they, you know, root themselves and go dormant, they just look like a normal tree. So he kind of shrinks down and becomes a normal, just large, beautiful oak tree. I like it. <coughs> um, and so there you go. Shading out the entire garden and killing all of its contents. Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's a tall one, so the sunlight gets underneath. I love it. <laughs> we'll yes, say. perfect. Uh, so you guys are free to do as you will. You are now alone with Burb. Cool. I feel intimidated. Is it morning? What time is it? No, it was it, it was, was really it was late. Evening, so yeah, it's it's getting. I'd say it's getting kind of late. Yeah, it's yeah. getting kind of late in the day. Yes, yeah, almost nighttime. I'm going Sun to go damage. take a nap. Very well. Why am I speaking? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, Ar- Arlo is going to go and find food. Okay. They and have, rest. They have food at the tavern you were staying at, the Gilded Gardener, mm-hmm. which I'm impressed that I remember that. I did not. Do you, I did. Um, did you, Jack, did you tell him everything about the letter or just what you said earlier? I told him we needed to go there. To? Yeah, the Thursday Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Is that in town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's the other in. If I remember right, that's the one where you have to have some kind of a magical hoodoo-ness to get yeah. in. Yeah, okay. we, we all got a little magic hoodoo. We got some hoodoo going on. All right, sure. That worked. Except for Bird. I don't remember any of that. What, the Thursday Thursday? You well, saw it when you walked into town. I didn't remember like the magic hoodoo. Oh. Well, it's, it, if I remember right, it was They're one like of those things just... where it's like um, they don't just let anybody in. You yeah. gotta, you gotta be like of some magical renown. Yeah, mm. somebody told him. Somebody told y'all that. Yeah, we saved the town though, so I think we might be good. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. To a sandwich, away. Okay, so <clears throat> are y'all? Where, where are y'all going? I guess if you told us about, it, I'm going to the third. Yeah, I'd like to go there. Okay. You, I'm sure there's food there, Arlo. Ooh, they got food? Oh, I should do that in character. Yeah, you should do all Arlo, this in character. I'm, I'm sure there's food at the Thurge. Well, lead the way. You know where it is. It's, it's down the street. I tried that way. Arlo, just, it's over there. <laughs> Point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like right across. There you is, see over the grass. There is one very ornately decorated building. It's the Thirsty Thurge. On the, above the awning is a sign... Uh, it is a, a, a big golden magic wand, uh, and out of the end of the wand, uh, you can see the, the golden sprouting of ale coming out of the end of it and filling a decorated stein um, underneath the words Thirsty Thurge. Um, and there are, two, there are two robe-wearing, guard-looking fellows at the door. I uh, approach the door and try to open it. Okay, uh, before you try to open it, he says, Whoa, whoa, whoa there now, sir. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You can't can't just come right into the Thirsty Thurge. I feel um, like you probably know that. This is the Thirsty Thurge. This isn't the Gilded Gardener. I'm pretty you, sure I can go where I please. Well, that's not... That may be true anywhere else in town, but here in the Thirsty Thurge, you have to prove your worth to come into our, our establishment. We I'm did save your town about I'm three times in the last... Kill him. I'm going, going to, to shoot and inflict sir. wounds. No. Straight up his booty. No. So, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm kidding. No, I didn't. I'm, I'm just continue. Yeah. 
I did not notice anyone saving the town recently. We were here guarding the door to the Thirsty Thirds. That's the your most, own the, fault. The most for being uh, so unobservant. Excuse me. Let me finish. The most prestigious uh, in and all of Fark. Uh, it's not. I mean, it's fairly all exclusive. Of Fark. Uh, exclusive being that you must prove that you are at least proficient with the magical arts before you can come inside. All right. What well, we got to do? I need a sandwich. Well, we have sandwiches indoors, some of the finest sandwiches in the city of the town of Fark. My friend, but my friend, you won't let me to the sandwich. You see the problem here, so you he will eat you I will. as a frog. I will. As a frog, you say? No, Grim, Grim, I need no frog. <laughs> That's new. But you are a gnome. I don't believe you'll be eating me as a gnome. Uh, but you say you can become a frog? I mean, really... Prowess with any magical arts can do as long as it's impressive to us. Ooh, uh, can I take uh, just a step forward? Mm-hmm. All right, I want to put a hand on his shoulder. I don't know if you'll let me do this or not. My thought is like booming blade. I like imbue my knife with the uh, like it vibrate, it hums with like thunderous sure. energy. Can I just like put my hand on his shoulder and he can like feel the vibrations like moving out of my hand? Sure. I'm gonna be rolling an intimidation check for this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. So roll intimidation. All right. Uh, what what is he? He's just a he's just like a bouncer. Or? Yeah, he's like just a guard. Like a... Guardsman, I assure you, we all are fully capable of the arcane arts. That would be a ooh yeah, twenty five. He added two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Missed the guard. It by that much. At, at, yeah, as you put your hand on him and his his, his shoulder begins to shake and begins to feel the power coursing through, he says, okay, Absolutely, sir, absolutely. You're obviously very proficient, and please don't use any of that magic on me. You certainly may come in. He opens the door and allows Jack inside. I can blow up your kidneys. But <laughs> as soon as Jack goes inside, he slams the door back shut. This now for the rest of you? Well, I was saying that for, like, everybody. It doesn't work for yeah, everybody. I'm, I'm sorry, okay. not working for me. I'll let you take a crack at this next. All right, I'll just cast plant growth. I'll have, like, huge vines grow up the side of the building. Okay. Um, Is there any sort of role that has to take place? Nope. I just cause it to do. Okay. Cause Um, it to do. I'm going to roll to see how impressed he is. It's within a 100-foot radius centered on a point, which is going to be the... the which was, is it the gill? No, this is Thirsty Thirds. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so yeah, vines begin to grow up and creep up the sides. Thick and overgrown. And the two of them look side to side and they're like, what's going is, is that you doing that, little man? Waving. Very impressive. I think he's casting a spell out. Very impressive <laughs> indeed. You must be a fairly powerful druid. Well, I'm a very hungry one. Well, your hunger is not what gets you inside. And he opens up the door and lets you in. You're a strange man. I'm going to get a sandwich. Jack pokes his head back out the door, lifts up his hat, and like looks Grim in the eye. Grim, don't kill him. <laughs> what does he mean, don't kill him? Oh, don't worry about that. I mean um, it, Grim. And the door shuts. <laughs> just, uh, I go, yes, yes, Jack. You open the door again. It's just your like your your mask sticking out. I mean it. I was like peeking through the window, just nodding. <laughs> also, while you guys are doing this, Burb is very, very antsy. And oh, shuffling. Because yeah. he understands what's being said. Mm. Quick, Grim, put him in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, way up there. We'll have to mule him in. <laughs> um, ooh, actually, okay. I. Do they say any. They say what they say to you? 
Uh, what is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, why would you want to kill us? <laughs> You're not trying to kill us, are you? Never you mind that, my man. And I'm like smiling at him, and I activate the necrotic shroud. <laughs> Make some wisdom saves. Uh, that's probably gonna fail. And that nine, nine. No. Okay, so they both fail. Uh, so both of them are very afraid. They're <laughs> yeah, you can go inside. Just please turn that off before you go in. I'm, I'm, I'm still keeping it. I like reach a hand down to Burb and I, I pat him on the, the shoulder. My friend here is quite powerful as well. And I, I uh, cast light on him. So he starts glowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, well, I, I touch his cloak and his cloak yeah. starts glowing. Because that's being under. Um, uh, the guard says... Little little bird man, are are you are you doing that? Burb says, no. Vince's <laughs> <laughs> divine word yeah. explodes, uh, and the guard says, just just please turn that off and go inside. Yeah, that's fine. Go in, go go ahead and go in. I turn it off and uh, I step in. Thank you, sir. Burb says, come on, friend. Thank I was you. hoping it would be mm, Burb, quite powerful. <laughs> <laughs> More powerful than you. <laughs> That's what you should have said to the guard. Burb is secretly thinking this to himself. Yeah. He's, he's kind of getting getting a little big here. Yeah. yeah. Burb, Burb walks in behind Grim, and so you all stand there at the fo- in the foyer of the Thirsty Thirge. Um, on the I got that spit on myself. Yep. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Good thing this is an audio medium. Better yourself than somebody else. Right. Uh, so the four of you are standing there in the foyer of the Thirsty Thirge. Most of the people you see there are not adorned in armor and swords and stuff. Most people in there are in robes and, you know, fancy clothes. You can see some very wealthy-looking folk. You can see some people who are obviously very uh, very in tune with the magical arts. Some people very scholarly. They have books there to study. Um, on the right side of the wall, there's a great big bar with just the most beautiful bottles of liquor and, and alcoholic beverages and everything else that goes on the wall behind the bar. And the, the bartender is a, a great, is an older man that's uh, bald with a great long white beard and a, a wispy mustache. Um, and you can uh, see several people in the bar kind of enjoying their time. A fire blazes as the night begins to uh, creep up. Um, no. Arlo is like hungrily hmm? looking I'm around. I'm up to the bar. Okay. I gotta tell you something before you walk away. He oh, approaches yeah. the bar area. Okay. As this may be the quickest service. Huh? Certainly. Oh, did yeah, he's, he's going to the bar. <laughs> okay, you go ahead and do what you want to do. <laughs> no, I mean, did I break it? You can... Before Arlo walks yeah, away, sure. I'm going to put a hand on both his and Grim's shoulders and like kind of whisper to him, uh, gentlemen, we're supposed to be looking for a man named Simon. Mm-hmm. A man named Simon. <clears throat> uh, a dwarf named Simon. Dwarf. Northern male. Uh, I will keep an eye out for him. Sam, this and friend of yours. Uh, what's the guy's name? Corgus. Yeah. yeah. Betty and Corgus have asked us to find him. He has something for us. Well, how do you know that? The letter from mom and pop. <laughs> <laughs> audible that link. Audible. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, it's like a monkey touched the monolith moment for Arlo, and like that two watt bulb comes shining on. Okay, gotcha. Says, oh. <laughs> he tries to wink, but he actually winks two eyes, so it's just like a long blink. Okay. Um, I'll get there. Burb, Burb looks up at the three of you and says, Simon. <laughs> then, uh, so Arlo and Grim head over to the bar. Jack, what are you doing? 
I'm gonna go over to that. Uh, you said there's like a big area where everybody was like studying books. Yeah, there's yeah, there's probably they they tend to gather together, but you know there's people uh, people of all walks in the. I'm gonna head to the book fellows. Okay, so you walk Ooh. over there. Um, there's not like a rope or anything separating. And there's some guys with books. So what do you do? Uh, uh, it might be better to do the uh, the main thing with Simon first if they want to do the. Uh, I'm looking for a book on. Okay. Wizard. I mean, Zenus has left a room to pee, so Fair we'll enough. handle you first. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, I have a natural ability for the arcane arts. Why, you do, then. Welcome to the Thirsty Thirds. We tend to come here on most days to study our books and to compare notes about the magical arts. Excellent. Then you're exactly the men I'm looking for. I, yeah, they're uh, they're all kind of older-looking guys in robes. Perfect. I have never studied anything relating. Really? No study, but you're fairly proficient with the arcane? How can this be? Uh, it is my high elven blood. It has allowed me certain abilities. Very uh, well. But I've only got the one, and I would like to expand my knowledge really? in the arcane. So you would like to learn to possibly become a wizard like us, then? Precisely. Very well. Um, well, you know, this kind of knowledge can't come free. Books are expensive, and the time to learn them are, is not cheap, especially if you're roaming around. Uh, Am I near them? Uh, you went to the bar. Are they not at the bar? No, no he's the uh, yeah, other right. corner of the room. Uh, he says, so I'd be willing to part with one of my more basic books if you have some coin. How much would you like for it? Well, this book here, he picks up a, a book kind of from underneath the thing. He, you can tell he doesn't really use it very much. It's older. It's not very thick. He goes, well, this book here is uh, worth at least 25 gold pieces. Can I roll insight to see if he really thinks that? Sure, you can. You can roll insight or like an, yeah insight to see if it really would be worth that. I guess. Sorry. Oh no, that's an eleven. You're not completely convinced. Uh, it's an old. It's, the book's kind of tattered. It it might have been worth twenty five gold new, but okay. can um, I say as much? You can say whatever you want, Brett. This is D and D, man. <laughs> uh, that book doesn't look like it's in the best of condition. How about for the 25 gold, you throw in uh, some of your own personal notes? My own personal notes, you say? That's be hard to part with. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, roll a persuasion. It's 15. He did not succeed. Uh, he is convinced uh, by this. He says, well... You seem to be a plucky young new learner, and I have to imagine that you will do well with it. Um, 25 gold for a, I'll throw in a few of my best notes for you as well with this basic book of the arcane. Excellent. Uh, so he picks, he takes some of his notes, like he goes to the back of his notebook, and you can see some of the things he scribbled down. Some of it's almost illegible, but you can make out some things on it. He rips out a few. He says, I don't know if I'll need these on a day-to-day -day basis. I'll try to remember. And he opens the book. Dust, you can see, comes off of it. He slides them in, slams it shut, and pushes it towards you, waiting for the money. Sweet. I uh, hand him the gold. Okay. Little pouch. 
Uh, he grabs it and he says, It was a pleasure doing business with you. What was your name, young elf? My name is Jack. Jack Law. <clears throat> My name is Corchin. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Well, feel free to come back and study with us any time. As you can see, it's quite a, a, a wild time going on in here when we get together. And it's obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> they are reading books. Oh, I, I see. Uh, I have friends to get back to. I'll leave you to your reading. <clears throat> Very well. Goodbye, Jack. One of breaks out into a sweat turning a page. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so we will, while that's happening, I will say uh, Burb, Arlo, and Grim went to the bar. We did. We'll order some food. Okay. Uh, so you guys all and take I a seat at the bar. Okay, so. Uh, hello, hello, gentlemen. Hello, sir. My name is Grim. What is yours? Mine is Greybeard the Bartender. Excellent name. Yes, it is a... It, we, we don't really go by our full names here. I just, you know, work in the bar, so that's what they call me here. Greybeard. Mm, interesting. I would like to order some food, please. Absolutely. What would you like? What do you have? I can pretty much create anything. This is a magic... This is a bar for magicians and arcane proficionados. You got a sandwich back there. I absolutely do. What would you like on your sandwich? Another sandwich. That's You're it. saying you would like a sandwich between two pieces of bread. Well, yeah. Very well. Uh, that is an interesting choice, Aldo. What would you like on the inner sandwich, young one? I haven't figured that part out yet. You must tell me before I make it. You must. Uh, what you got? I told you I can do anything. All I right, would I'll make take anything. that. I would like a simple meal of assorted meats and vegetables and soup. Okay, so he takes out a wand that he has from behind his back. He reaches it underneath the counter and goes... Wiggly smiggle, wiggly boo. <laughs> Those words mean nothing. I just like to say them when I make things. You're a strange man. Sir, is that one specifically for conjuring food? He slides it back in his pants. Oh, wait a minute now. Wait. Maybe? Wait a minute. I might like to purchase it from you. I can Oh, I cannot part with this wand. I can't do my job without this wand. But he takes up... He takes up... Uh, he pulls out from underneath the bar and he puts on the bar this beautiful... This beautiful array of meats and cheeses and... And, and a few pieces of bread and some fruits on there. It says, please enjoy. That will be five gold pieces. Can I get all that? But in between sandwich? bread? Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, so he w- waves his wand underneath the bar again. And uh, he pulls out a big uh, two f- flat pieces of bread. Uh, and he takes uh, on either side of a platter of the same stuff that he gave Grim. And he just takes it and just squishes it all together and then turns it right side up and sets it on the plate and pushes it towards you and says uh, that will be another five gold pieces young one oh I'm only gonna get to eat half of it then you only have two and a half gold pieces I got three of them I really yeah I, I will cover the rest of your your charge uh, we're enough for this thank you hey let me get two of them doesn't burp carry your gold <laughs> he what doesn't burp have like several hundred gold for you no, we spent it. Oh. Burb does have a lot of gold. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the uh, I got the mirror of positive reinforcement. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so far I haven't really gotten any other gold in game, so I haven't yeah. looted anybody's or anything. Hold just on. Arlo as a character is not a very like, hey, I need cash kind of person. Hold gotcha. on, just a second, because we're about to, you're about to get a little bit a little bit of an influx. Uh oh. Um, do you really want another another sandwich when you couldn't afford the first? Well, that's what friends are for, right? I believe this sandwich ought to fill you up. Ask me for another when you finished it. <laughs> all right, all right. 
Um, and just and just. I need the, another sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Does anybody in here sell anything? Aside from food? Oh, not inside the Thirsty Thirds. We try not to uh, do, you know, sanctioned sales in here. And if people are selling, it's not a... We don't want there to be sales happening in here. I wink at him. Do you know of anything unsanctioned? Uh, He winks back at you and he says, No, not really. They don't tell me about those kind of things being, you know, the proprietor of this here tavern. Oh, I understand. Uh, I I eat my food. Uh, before anything else happens, a knock is heard at the door, and then Argnon comes in, the sheriff. You got my and, money. And he says, "Everyone, we've we've uh, value or not everyone. Excuse me." Uh, he walks over to the bar and says, "Grim, uh, Arlo, we have valued the uh, weapons that we all picked up outside uh, earlier in in the battle, and and we've decided to give uh, ninety gold to your group, to bag. your party." Um, Add it to my collection. Everyone, everyone helps, so I trust that you will split it evenly among your among your party. Yes. yes. How many sandwiches do you think that is? Six, if I give you your share. You, Arlo, don't do that. That is a bad idea. <laughs> All right, fair enough. He says, I don't care what you buy with it, but again, it was a pleasure working with you all, and this will be the last time we speak, most likely, while you're here. So I've got work to do. Again, enjoy yourself. Thank, Thank you, Argonon. Argonon. You're welcome. Thank Enjoy you your life. Thank you for all you've done. So he leaves. Oh, um, disappointing. Just that glared him down. <laughs> that life I gave you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... I give you 30 gold. Woo! Okay, cool. And Jack knows nothing. <laughs> I, I give you two gold back. I'm still over there Ooh. spending money. So, after this conversation with the bartender, I think you're probably finished with that. You're... Free to do whatever it is you want to do. I feel like I probably passed uh, Argnon on my way over to the bar. Sure. Hey, what's up, buddy? He says, hey, what's up? He says, I gave uh, Grim over there your payment for the weapons that you all procured. Dang it, Argnon! (laughs) (laughs) That that uh, is not... So uh, I've arranged for at least 30 gold pieces to come to you, so go and and, and take your share whenever you're ready. Excellent. Much appreciated. Yes, goodbye, Jack. <laughs> uh, he, Arlo he is kind of like he is like chipmunking with this sandwich. Nice, like faces full of sandwich. Uh, okay. As soon as Jack gets up there, I say, "Here, Jack, Argnon just deliver this to us. It oh, is full of weapons." Ten of them. No, I give him thirty. Okay. Uh, I've already acquired several weapons from the pile. You can split my share with. Uh, Are you sure, Arlo? <laughs> huh? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Arlo. Huh? Uh, here, I give oh. you fifteen. Well, that's a good another half a sandwich. <laughs> that's another three sandwiches. Although your math is off. No, no, no. Big sandwich. Big sandwich. So, fellows, what is it that brings you to the thirsty thirge? We're looking for a man named Simon. Simon, you say? A dwarf. A dwarf. Yes, I was about to ask. A dwarf. I only know of the dwarf named Simon. Where's he at? He's over. He's over there near the fire. He's a dwarf with the black dreadlocks. You can't. my food and walk that way. You can't miss him because he's he's got lots of he's got thick black dreadlocks hanging off of his dwarfy head, and all of them have those little gold rings on them. He's like ten feet away as he's describing him, isn't he? No, he's not that far. He's not that close. He's very well traveled, Simon. I can only imagine you're about to go on some grand adventure if you need to see Simon. You're a strange sandwich man. I am more than a sandwich man, more than you will ever know. But I do make a darn fine sandwich. <laughs> I pick up what's left of my sandwich and I'm like toast to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 
And as, as, as you do, sir. As you do that, he like picks up his wand and waves it over the counter and another beautiful sandwich appears and he picks it up and he takes a bite as he looks at you. A darn fine sandwich. <laughs> do you have any great <clears throat> coupons, sir? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, now we're talking. <laughs> he takes out his wand and then like does a vertical movement with it and then a, a, a jar of mustard appears. Take as much as you'd like. I very slowly just take the jar. <laughs> no matter. We greatly appreciate the uh, information. Are you hungry, sir? You haven't gotten anything to eat yet. I will get something later. Very well. It has been a pleasure talking to you all, and I hope you enjoy your time with Simon. He is quite an interesting fellow. Yes, Grand Adventure is a slow day for us. Well. <laughs> I'm nodding and waving a sandwich at him as I'm going ahead towards the, the Simon character. Okay. So you guys walk up on Simon? Yep. Um, Simon. Jeez, go ahead. <laughs> Are there seats near him? Oh, uh, yeah. He's kind of... Yeah, he's just sitting in a chair, kind of like a, like a leathery chair near the fire, but there's seats around. I want to sit in a chair close to him and say, Simon, dwarf man, what do you say? Uh, Simon, like I said about the dreadlocks, he has the gold rings adorning his dreads. His, he's wearing very fine clothes, and on his lap he has a violin. Um, and he also has a sword strapped to his hip. Short sword. Um, <laughs> what? You said a sword, and then you corrected it to short sword because he's a short cat. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he had a regular uh, sword. Grim, sorry, what did you say when you sat down? Simon, dwarf man, what do you say? And then I continue eating my food. Well, good evening, me boy The name's Simon Simon, treasure taker. That's me. My last name's not treasure taker. It's, it's just the, uh, it's what I call myself. It's an occupation title. Yes, it's my, it's my title, but my name's Simon Simon. Simon. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got two names, Simon? I've got two names, and they're Simon Simon. Are they spelled exactly the same? Yes, sir. S-I-M-O-A-N. It's S-I-M-O-N, S-I-M-O-N. Simon Simon. Are you British or Irish? I bounce back and forth between the accents a little bit, me boy. It's the dreams. They're too tight. We would... Never mind that. We were told to uh, come to you. You have a key for us, I believe. Now, now to be fair, we were just looking for Simon, not Simon Simon. I'm going to choose to ignore... I believe I'm the only Simon here Barlow. today. So, uh, and I am certainly the only Simon with a key. An interesting key, at least. Um, I'm sure everyone here has a key. Of course, I've got probably. several in my pocket. They probably have keys to their homes. But nope. I... Actually, have a very interesting key, but my question is, how do you know that I have a very interesting key? I am a knower of the unknown. That is a very vague thing to say. I'm joking. My friend Jack got a letter. Oh. From your... mom and dad. Who is your friend Jack? Have I not made it over there already? Yeah, you're here. The... We haven't... You have the, arrived. The elf. Yeah, uh, we I haven't guess, made introductions. I guess I'm approaching yeah. at this point. We've <laughs> not we made introductions, made it, yeah. so I just have to ask. So, you must be Jack. <coughs> I am. And you are, you said your Grim. name is Grim. And Arlo. Arlo. I like sandwiches. All right, then. Welcome to Thirsty Thirge. Uh, I'm still a little bit appalled that you know about my key, but I am a treasure taker, I suppose. Uh, and so think words tend to get around about, you know, what I have uh, at any given time. And you say you need this key. Do you know why? Did the letter states that, like, 
he he knows about like all the stuff. He, no, he, does he not doesn't know. He doesn't know. He no. doesn't know. He's uh, not a servant. He's not a servant of the scale. Oh, okay. He's not. Is that he's he's not one of our servants, so he probably won't recognize you. Okay. I missed that. Gotcha. I think, okay. I, I think I had too much in my bladder. Too much pee. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, our our friend here, Jack, he got a letter from his uh, from his kin saying that uh, we ought to come and find you. <coughs> Ask about that key. Well, you have and. I do have the key. God, this vaccine. It's, it's really hard to lock it in. Um, I do have the key. But I don't really know what it's for. I can't imagine you why you would need it. It's just a, a black key that I found on some of my travels. Well, I don't know, but we were told to find you because you going to have the key that we're going to need. What is it that you all do before I start giving keys away and all? We oh. collect keys. Also, we saved your town. I find it hard to believe this is not my town. Young Arlo. It's somebody's town. We done saved it. Well, that's wonderful, but it's certainly not my town. I'm I'm from out west. I've, I've come here from far west. I was born in uh, Merchant's Might on the eastern side of our continent. Oh. Western side of our continent, rather. <laughs> we won't hold that against you. Sure. Um, but I've made my way this way. I've made my way across the continent many times, hundreds of times. Searching for treasures. See, what I do, I love the search. I love to find the treasures. Do you have any for sale? Uh, I do not. The only thing I have on my person right now is the key. And the key is not for sale only because you need it or want it. Because I have... You you say you've saved a town, yes? What else have you done? Are you particularly uh, strong men? That wasn't enough. We all met at the Detectives Academy, but we have since quit those jobs as they did not suit our purposes, and we have become what you might call adventurers. Adventurers, <coughs> you say? Well, I feel as though we could u- I could use your services if you've been rather successful. You seem to be uh, well adorned and We're not safe. dead, for one. That is absolutely true. We are, we are 100% lively. You have, that is absolutely, it seems that way. Uh, so... How about this? I'm not going to sell the key to you because I need your help. Uh, If you can help me on my current quest for the current magical item I'm looking for, you successfully get that item in my hands, I'll give you the key. What is this item you're looking for? It's a wonderful question. Arlo reaches for the jar of grape coupon he put in his pocket. (laughs) Is this it? Is this what you want? That is a wonderful question. This isn't going to go away. It is one of the... I've I've read many stories about it in my travels. I've I've been searching for it for several months. Uh, It is one of the the grandest, most powerful magical items that I've learned about so far. Uh, It is the Mask of Many Faces. And the jar of mustard goes back in the pocket. (laughs) <laughs> the mask of many faces. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of the mask? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have not. Arlo, I, I would defer to you on this. Yeah. So, what is the mask of many faces, Arlo? Well, obviously, it's a mask. What got a lot of faces on it? That is incorrect. You are lying to me. You've never heard of the mask of many faces. Well, I thought I heard of it. It is an ancient item that many don't even know it exists. It's it's one of a, a not a set, but the gods, the ancient gods. They made items and they placed them all around the world here and uh, if you find them it's, it's it's said that even if you can find one of these items you might even get to speak to a god but it's not that's neither here nor there for me I'm just in it for the 
the adventure. I'm in it for finding the magical items. I don't, once I find them, I don't really, you know, care if I don't have any use for a lot of things. So I just sell them for, you know, great sums of money. And then I go looking for the next one. Uh, but the Mask of Many Faces, it's said to be made by the gnomish god of, uh, of laughter and hilarity and performance. You say gnome? Yes, he was a he was a gnome god. He was the god of performance, the god of humor, and he made a mask that whoever wears it can don the look of any creature or any person that was once alive. Hmm. Where whereabouts do you say this thing is at? Now that is that is the the thing. I I have rumors. I I know of a place that I believe that this mask may reside after many many months of travel, many months of investigation, I think I know where the mask is. And if you will help me find it, I'll give you the key you're searching for. Can that sounds like a... that you have the key. I'm not going to show it to you, because then you might take it from me. But I can assure you... If we all step back ten feet, will you show it then? No. I will not do Disappointing. that. I'm in a magical bar. Uh, stepping back ten feet does not make me feel any more comfortable about revealing people I've just met my item. But just know the key is safe and the key exists. I would like to roll insight on this. Sure. Do I got that insight modifier though? Oh, I was totally going to roll sleight of hand. I was going to snatch it out of his hand. <laughs> 22. But I wasn't going to take it. I was yeah. going to give it back to okay. him. Just be like... I could. He, I could take this. There, he is being absolutely truthful with you. He is. There's no signs that he is lying about having a key. All right. Arlo, Jack, I believe him. Yeah, I'm. I'm willing to go and help you out on this this thing. Sure. Number one, because I I want to know more about uh, my people, but also, um, yeah, we we kind of need that key from you. Yeah. Are you Are you busy? Are you Or do you? Is it something? Not uh, terribly <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> I'm making it. I'm. I'm just gonna make this a thing. <laughs> the, the, uh, that he, yeah, because he's, he's been everywhere. Yeah, I guess that's the so. thing. Like for voice actor, for people who can speak multiple different voices, like they can lose their actual voice. Yeah. <laughs> it is. A, it is a real issue that they. Are have. you busy? Are uh, Are you in the middle of something? I don't want to take you away from some other adventure. You're. This on. is the most pressing matter we have at the moment. So helping you find this item helps us. We need to do this. Is can there, I finish my sandwich first? Absolutely, you may. Um, is there anywhere you're headed? Because there are some other things I'd be willing to give you for your time if you help me with this journey, with this uh, task. Well, you said you already got the key. What are you talking about other things? Well, I, the only important thing I have, the only valuable thing I have. So the other things you got for us aren't important? Well, they're, they're not, I'm, I'm just saying if you're on the run, a lot of adventurers like to call themselves adventurers, but really they're refugees or they're criminals on the run from you know people <clears throat> who are trying to get them. I'm just saying I may have ways that you can... Travel about a little bit easier without being caught by whoever's pursuing you. I'm I'm going to tell him what I've done. What 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 has he done? What are, what are you going to tell me? I sit down in front of the fire and I finish off my sandwich. I kick him into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Arlo! No, Arlo's in the fire, gripping that sandwich. Yeah. Uh, I have I like. Lean forward and kind of uh, Simon leans waggle in. my finger, telling him to come closer. I have killed <laughs> these thugs. Ronald Witherbranch. That was you. Shh, 
keep your voice oh. down. That was you? That yes. What killed Ronald with a branch? Just me. These other two had nothing to do with it. They are innocent of their crimes. Arlo is <laughs> nodding in the nose. Yeah, si- <laughs> Simon, rubbing his eyes. Yeah, Simon gives you these the looks like, I don't know if that's true. I assure you, it was I what dealt the killing blow. Very well. Um, so you see, and killing it was. So are you on the run to somewhere safe? Or are you trying I'm, to escape? Or? I run from no man or beast. Or, Very well. Pushed him in the back of the head from the front. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. All I'm trying to say is that I have some tickets, some forged tickets on that you could use to get on a boat, maybe at a dock, uh, the nearest. That's it. Huh? That's all you have. I'm just saying you could use them to escape your pursuers. There aren't many real adventurers anymore. They're mostly you know, criminals on the run. I like, I like your style. Thank you. How much for these tickets? I'll, if you help me with what I've got to do, I'll give you some. That sounds yeah, fair. I like a question you want done that could earn us a mask of many faces? No. <laughs> You're saying that is there anything I could, you could do for me that would allow you to leave with the mask and not me. Of course. No, there's nothing you can do for that. How much there's would you thing I could do. charge for the mask? Oh, 10,000 gold pieces at the least. This is a tempting offer. Hey, Bert. Are you this wealthy? Bert, where you at? <laughs> Bert, we need our favor. I can assure you I cannot part with it. It is, it is mine and mine alone to grab because I have been searching for it. There is no way I would allow you to take it after I've done all the legwork. Uh, so, the mask will be mine. Uh, you'll just be tools to help me achieve it. Well, that's, um, that's nice. But, <laughs> at the end of the day, you will get your key out of the situation, so you will not lose all. End yeah. of the day, so it's, it's fairly close where this mask is at. That this is a, a manner of, of figure of speech, Arlo. Well, no, I'm, I'm being quite serious, because I was wondering, like, how, how, where, where we got to go, how far it is It may this take us a little while to, to achieve it, not days, but we... If we wake up in the morning, we could be there by noon to see about this location. That's why I've come to Fark, because it is so close to where I'm trying to go. If you'll pay for travel expenses, I'm in. Absolutely. So, it's a deal then. Well, tomorrow we wake up and we journey to get the Mask of Many Faces? Of course, yes. I agree to this. Wonderful. <coughs> Wonderful, everyone. Wonderful. So, so glad to have met you. I've been looking for someone willing to go with me. Now, there would... I mean, this is an item created by a god, most likely. So there will likely be fail-safes in place to keep us from taking it. It may be a dangerous game to play. But it seems as though if you're killing, you know, constables... We know. We said nothing of this. It seems to me if you're saving towns and whatnot, you could probably hand yourselves in a kerfuffle. Yes, we could. (laughs) We certainly could. Arlo kind of leans over to Jack. He said that word again. Where would you like us to meet tomorrow morning? Here. I'll be sleeping here as well. So, if you would... Would you be sleeping here? Or would you be going elsewhere to sleep? Will you be camping somewhere? It does not matter. I have a room rented at the Gilded Garden. Oh, very well. What if we meet right here in front of the Thirsty Thurge at sunup, and we will get going? I ain't got to overgrow this place with plants again, do I? Absolutely not. We'll meet outside. Oh, yeah. That sounds good to me. Very well. <clears throat> Thank I'm you very much for this labor. I've certainly appreciated all of you. Uh, but at the end of the day, I will have a magic item. So I, I need you. And we will more, have a key. More than I want you. And tickets. And tickets. And yes. Of course, I will give Can't you Can't forget the tickets. Well. I will give you the tickets. 
Good enough. Yes, what? You about to say something, Mr. Law? Nope. Oh, very well. Well, good night, fellows. I will see you in the morning. I'm very excited about our journey. Good night, man. Simon. Good night, Simon. I reach out. Simon, Simon. To shake his hand. It was a pleasure to meet you, Simon. He reaches out his dwarven hand and rolls up his fancy sleeve and gives you the old limp fist shake. That is disturbing. But good night. I will see you in the morning. Absolutely. Arlo nods and heads out the door. I'm going to go and get a sandwich. Cool. Burb says, Simon, Simon, treasure check. <laughs> uh, you go get a sandwich? Yep, Five gold pieces, you got a sandwich? Cool. And heading out. It's a fine sandwich. After I go out the door, I'm going to go towards the cart cover lady. Okay. I paid her extra gold to have it finished by the end of the night. Yeah. I want to see if it's done. Okay. I don't remember her voice, but we'll just, I'll do a lady voice. <clears throat> Hello, Jack! Greetings, nameless woman. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what we've named her. Cart coverer. <laughs> we have finished your wagon already. Oh, good. The extra gold allowed us to work extra fast. That's how gold it tends works. To. <laughs> yes. There's no magic quite like the magic in money. Absolutely, you're absolute. Absolutely, you're absolutely <laughs> right. So storyline-wise, Jack is there at the at the cart place by himself. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in my bed. Yeah, same, same. Okay, sleeping. Would you like to take the wagon now, or you need it some other time? Uh, I will come and collect it in the morning if that's okay. Absolutely, we'll be here before sunup. Excellent. I hope to see you then. Absolutely. Good evening, Mister Jack. Oh, I heard that you were responsible for that large tree in the middle of our city, as well as you know saving the town from all those orcs that came through. I assisted, but it was not all my doing. Ah, humility is admirable. Have a good evening. Most of them. Anyway, good night. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so she goes back in and starts doing her work. And I'm going to head back to the gardener and go to sleep. Okay. Also, I ate my sandwich on the way to the guard place. (laughs) Cool. Sounds good. (sighs) Alright, everybody. You sleep. You take a long rest. Nothing really eventful happens overnight. Me, as a a human being named me, Josh, Yeah. I want a sandwich now. We talk about a lot of sandwiches. I'm on that low-carb keto diet, so I can't have a sandwich. Hey. I can oh, only man. have meats and cheeses. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to throw that sandwich okay. at you. It's all right. The other night, after I, the sandwich the other night. <laughs> yeah, the other night at game night when everybody was eating sandwiches and Swiss rolls and zebra cakes, and I'm over there eating lunch meat and cheese, but I made it. It was monster cheese. It's pretty good. Like so, uh, the morning is here. The sun is beginning to rise. Uh, you guys <laughs> awake. Well rested? Sure. Full rested. Ooh. I just head straight down to the man. Okay. Third. I'm ahead to the cart place. Okay. And collect it. So you collect the cart? There. Where is Burb? He's been following y'all around. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he followed us in there. Been pretty quiet. I think Burb was either hanging out with me or Jack. So. Yeah. <laughs> Still glowing from the night before. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't sleep. Actually, can I take Burb with me to go yeah, get the cart? Yeah, of course you can. Cool. Burb, Burb says, come on, friend. Yep. And he comes with Absolutely. Absolutely. <coughs> uh, we there? Is this yeah, one? you're there. All right. I'm just saying you're collecting unless you want to do something there. I do want to do something there. Oh, sure. Burb, you asked about it before. This, for you, would be considered a mobile home. Mobile home. House that move? Indeed, Burb. Back at the end. And I'm going to, like, Arlo just kind of pauses, like, we feel a disturbance. <laughs> I will pull open like the, uh, the little back portion of it, yeah, and show him that like there's an inside room, mm. 
and he can like hop up in there and nice. do whatever. Burb says, Burb live here? If Burb wants to. Burb want to. <laughs> so it's he... like a couple of bunks and stuff like that? Uh, I was picturing just like the little thing like towards the, I guess it's towards the front of it, like behind where the driver sits, they had the little things right there. Okay. Like along the along the sides. That'll work. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so he hop he hops in there and you you he can hear him rummaging around. Benches. Benches. <laughs> <is what laughs> <you know>. Okay. <laughs> it's right. the word. Yeah. Uh, so he hops into the wagon and begin, you can hear him like rooting around back there and doing his thing. Now I'm gonna drive the cart over to where the meeting place is. Okay. Alright, you make it to the meeting. Grim and Arlo are already there. You pull up in the wagon and Simon says, Why, good morning! I didn't know you already had a wagon procured for us. Of course. Absolutely. Procured. You, you all truly are adventurers. There's none better. <laughs> well, let's go then. Um, he hops up onto the, uh, the bench uh, on the front of the wagon as if to direct wherever you are driving. Where do y'all get? I'm going to get in that, the back. Arlo is definitely intrigued. You have piqued his rural interests. Okay. I'm going to let Burb pilot the beast. I want to spend the time we travel there teaching Arlo more reading words. Okay, so Burb and Simon Simon are on the front of the the wagon driving. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting like right behind that in the canvas thing. Okay, cool. Burb's going to develop a complex. He's going to start calling himself Burb Burb. <laughs> <laughs> just burp, burp. I slap him. No, just burp. <laughs> okay, he says, Burb, I need you to head southwest out of t- southeast out of town towards. Uh, I thought you said west. Towards the small uh, dock town of Strongwater. Have you ever been there before? Uh, Burb says, Strongwater. No, no, come on. <laughs> um, uh, and Simon says, No, come on. Either way, go down this path here. We'll travel down this way. And then you all begin to clock that way. Um, is there anything y'all are trying to do on the car? Not learn words. I'm trying to okay. learn words other than roll, dead children. Roll an intelligence roll with advantage to see how many words you learn for reading. I like it. Where are we going? This is probably a four or five hour. It's not on the map. Uh, a, if you see a dock kind of five south and a net 20. That's what I was thinking. That's a, a five or a net 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, so a nat 20, you are able to learn, you're able to learn enough words to read signs, um, and other basic things like that. You know, Jack is teaching you the basics. I like it. So you could find, you know, you can sound out words now, and if you were lost and you saw a sign, you could probably figure it out. Like, first grade level. Yeah, yeah, you know some words. All right. Grammar's off, you need a, you need a bigger vocabulary, but... Arlo himself needs a large. I was going to study the uh, arcane book as well, so mm-hmm. could he learn words like fire, water, stuff of course, like yeah. elemental names. Yeah. Nice. You guys kind of study at the same time. Cool. cool. I like it. I uh, like my book though because it's got a lot of pictures in it. Right. Uh, just for to let you know, the reason Jack had bought a book, do you want to reveal that? Yeah, the reason on. Jack bought a book is because he's looking to take a a level in wizard. Or a couple, or multi-class a little bit. I think it's two levels. Um, so I just like for there to be narrative reasons when we make changes like that, or to add like to. I don't want you to just say like, "Hey, I'm a 
I'm a tough guy, so I decided to go barbarian. Like it was a class. That one. is a shot, Keith. That's lowballing it, man. No, that's not what I mean. That's, <laughs> that's lowballing it. No, I, I expressed interest in uh, multiclassing as a barbarian. That was my first example. Of that. Uh-huh. I, I yep. was not thinking about you. <laughs> yep. And we are, and we were going to do story stuff anyway. Your story stuff has already exists. That's a bad thing. Tough guy to barbarian makes sense. How about? Um, barbarian to bard. Yeah, yeah, barbarian to bard. Yeah, I'm a barbarian. I'm a barbarian, and I want to, you know, take a level in bard. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So I like for there to be a narrative reason. So Jack now has a, a wizarding book. Mine is it, it's just because he's high elf. They're naturally attuned to magic, and he's already got the one cantrip, and right. he just wants to kind of expand upon it. Right. Just so cool. Throwing it out there, I'm, I'm not actually upset. Yeah, and to everybody listening, I'm a purist, so I'm gonna stick with Druid the whole way through. Hopefully, all the way to twenty. That's how I play. I like to stick. I like to stick with it. Tune in next week but, when I reach level twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all about it. Uh, so you guys are rolling, and you can hear Simon discussing with Burb, which probably makes the least sense who to discuss it with. But you can hear from the front Simon saying, "Now, Burb, we will be traveling down the path towards Strongwater, but we will not quite make it because." Off, off this. We're going to pull the wagon to the side of the road, and a little bit ways into into the uh, a field, and through a little bit of a forest, uh, we will find a great dip in the ground, and in that ground we will find the ruins of an ancient amphitheater. Uh, and Burb says, amphitheater, and uh, Simon says, yes, amphitheater. Why do you sound just like me? Ignore it. <laughs> you, hear, you hear that from the inside of the canvas? So is, is canvas like all across the thing? Like canvas behind where they're sitting? Is there canvas behind where they're sitting? Doesn't it usually like open at both ends? Like yeah, it like probably a, does. So you can see you can see this going on. He's discussing it with Burb though. Um, uh, yes, amphitheater. It's a place where they used to do shows and plays and comedies and all kinds of things there. It, it's quite it's full of history, this place will be. Full of history. Uh, actually... You know what? We're almost there. Why don't we go ahead and pull the wagon off now? So after several hours of riding, Burb pulls the wagon off to the side, and Simon turns around and says, Did you all hear that? Yes. Going to... Th- he, he turns around and my face is right there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> We're going to a ruined amphitheater. It's a kind of a bowl in the ground where plays and things used to be done. So, that's where we're going. We got you. That's where I believe the... Based on a tapestry that I procured in some of my travels that revealed some of the information about the Mask of Many Faces. Uh, this is where I believe the mask is to be held. So, let us go and get off the wagon and go. So he hops off and begins to trot through the woods. Follow him. Okay. Yeah, secure the wagon. <laughs> so you guys are walking through the woods. Any, con- any conversations or anything you guys are intending to have or any... Uh, Talks or anything like that. I'd probably just ask him about the amphitheater. Okay. Um, what do you ask? Good lord. Lots of lots of truck. A train uh, just flew back. I, I thought it was going to come in. Good grief. Yeah. Uh, Simon, what kind of dangers can we expect at this amphitheater? No, I do not know. I mean, anything from bandits could have been have made camp here. It's just a ruin. Uh, to there could be some you know ghostly spirits or. Anything that could, there could be anything here that, go, that the gods might have, the gods might have left behind to protect their precious magical items. Who we have, I have no way of knowing. Do you believe that there will be more than just the mask of many faces there? 
It's yeah. quite possible, absolutely. Oh, I, mean, I like These this. are the gods we're talking about. It's quite possible. But I have no idea. I've never been here before. Is this a gnomish ruin? Uh, no, it's just a... It's, it's made by, you know, groups of people of different races, I guess. So it's not, you know, gnome size or it's anything. It's the Tower of Babel. It's just the god was personified as a gnome. Um, so I can kind of see, like, Jack and I are, like, just a couple steps behind where they are. And I'm, I'm talking with Jack. Jack. Jack, you know a lot more words than I do. Thank you for... Thank you for sharing some of your knowledge. Of course. I've never been one for reading, but I kind of see the appeal of it, so thank you. You're a good friend. It is important. You are as well, Arlo. So as you guys continue walking, you eventually come to a bit of a clearing, and you look down into this concave space in in the earth, and you can see, like, you guys can picture what I'm talking about with the amphitheater, like, um... There's a big stage at the bottom, and coming up there are stairs with stone seats. There's a, a row of stairs that go between two big, wide rows of benches that head down into this amphitheater. Um, in the back, there's a big stone stage, uh, and in the back of that, uh, there's a vertical wall of a, a big stone, ornate curtains behind that. There are a few pillars uh, coming up out of the ruins um, that may have used to hold a, a kind of a, a stone roof that was over it. But now there's a lot of crumbled stone in the benches and on the stage and everywhere else. Um, but it's 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 ruins. It's made of stone. Uh, and roll perception as you guys see what other little things that you might see. Eight. One, two, one. Ten. Um. I see all. You all. You all. Uh, see this that at the front of the stage there's this stone bowl a bowl that's held up on a pillar it's a it's, a, it's just a you know a, a receptacle a, a bowl oh, the dwarf's blood in it <laughs> uh and that's the only small thing that you can see down there in this amphitheater yep. but also um you can see kind of in the corner who had the highest role 21 grim can see kind of in the corner of the amphitheater, of the stage, there are four men. Uh, they're kind of bent over, you know, some of them are sitting down in the corner, one of them's like asleep against the wall. Two of them are bent over, moving some rocks, uh, trying to push them away, trying to like make, set up a little kind of campsite area. They're, they're, they've just started, there's no camp, they're just standing there in this, this corner of the thing. I want to kind of stop everybody and... Yeah. Gesture, gesticulate, yeah. and with your perception roll, they look to be fairly well dressed, like kind of common people, but they have swords. I I point everyone over in their direction, okay, and kind of like shrug, like I don't know what's going on. Um, Sam, 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 Yes, yes, Arlo. Yeah, how many other people know about this thing? Well, I, I don't know how many people think that there's a mask of many mask of many faces here. But, I mean, there are several people that know of the ruined amphitheater. building. Uh, and Simon says, and, you know, Grimm has pointed, no, Grim pointed out these, these men down in the corner, and I don't recognize them. I don't know if they're here up to no good <clears throat> or not. Everyone, why don't Simon, you, and Arlo stay here, Jack? You are stealthy. Would you like to sneak over? I'll give it a shot. You sneak around one way, and I will walk directly down the opposite direction of you, and we will both head toward these men. Sounds perfect. Yes, before you go, remember that if something happens to me, you don't get your key. Is it not on your corpse? 
That remains to be that, seen. That's a poor way I have to the key in a shit. safe place. Prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are Simon Simon and Arlo are you like, look fighting? That's, that's up to you. I mean, Simon is good to, you know, hide. Good thing, yeah. too. <laughs> Can I... Uh, it's up to you. I'll give you a choice. Uh, I was thinking about casting Pass Without Trace. I don't imagine I'll need it, but I mean, if you so desire... You can do that. Okay. But if I cast cool. it, it would, it would, I would cast on yeah. advantage, Keith. Because I'm, I'm trying to like walk down and be the distraction. Oh, okay, you're trying to distract. Yeah, we'll give him advantage. I'll be loud and okay. Well, I got 15 with advantage. I can use a luck point if that's not enough. Oh, no, that's plenty. Okay. Yeah, their yeah, their passive perception is not that high. Still. <laughs> okay. right. So I'm walking down mm-hmm. there. Um, I guess I'll wait till you're about halfway to him and then, hello, gentlemen. They're all men, right? Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. What What are you doing in this ancient and old amphitheater on such a fine day as today, such times they are? Who are you? Who are you? I asked first. Did I not? I don't know if I did. I well, forgot. Yeah, we'll tell you who we are. We'll tell you who we are. We're... we're well, I'm. We're four brothers, and I'm the oldest one. My name's Aspen, and this is Baskin, Groban, and and Calder. Oh, your last name, Robin. No, my I'm disappointing. Not, they're not Rob. Why would be our last name be of a bird? Absolutely not. Baskin, it seems to fit with Baskin. Sir, what is your I, name? I put a hand on Burb's shoulder, just like calm down. Calm down. <laughs> my name is Grim. Well, Grim, that's a grim name. What are you doing here? We're on a, we're on a bit of a mission here. We're waiting for someone. Who? I feel like we shouldn't tell you because you might know him and you might tell him we're waiting for him. Are you trying to hurt someone? No. I'm gonna roll inside. <laughs> I am too. I can still roll inside even though I'm not yeah. seen. Correct. Uh, I got a ten. I got nineteen. Uh, I what? I don't think it's a contest. I think you just set like a DC. Hmm. Um, I guess you no, could I'd be like rolling. A, per, I'd be rolling like persuade or deception on you. So you're right. That would be your. I would just roll insight, and you'd you'd set a. I'm pretty sure you'd set a. You can do whichever way you want, man. I kind of like the rolling deception against insight. Like how good he lied. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what we normally do. Like if if you were the player, oh, okay. you'd roll. I think. So he rolled higher than the ten, right? You rolled higher than you got. Did he ten, roll higher than No, sorry, 10? 10 right. I don't know. 10, I'm, 10 right was a question of what you rolled. Yeah, I rolled 10. He rolled higher than 10, so you're convinced that he's not trying to hurt anybody, but Jack knows that he's lying. <laughs> okay. Well, I can I can see Jack. Yeah. Because he... I can. Because you rolled uh, a 15. I'm, I'm, Jack is shaking his okay. head. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're, you're <laughs> obviously curious about this, so you probably, maybe if you give Jack a look, like, what do you think? And he gives you, like, no. Okay. Um, so how do you? How would you do that mechanically? Just I'm suspicious. Then you have to decide decide whether you believe Jack or not. I guess I'm going to choose not... to believe Jack. Okay. With these four in <laughs> yeah, robots. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No, uh, we're not trying to. We're not trying to hurt anyone. I have uh, like glancing off to the side. I have reason to not believe that. Well, sir. you can believe whatever you want, but we're not here to hurt anyone. We're just waiting for someone. And like they grab, like they grab their swords. Lucky day! I am a mercenary for hire. A, a mercenary for hire? How close is he? Where Where'd you go? I went like, you said they're down in the corner, right? Yeah, like the back right. Well, he walked down, and I went like way around. 
Okay. So it's like the guy who's talking over here, like, like if the, there's four of them, right? Mm -hmm. Which one is he? He's, uh, we'll say they're a diamond. There's one in the front towards Grim, two, so it's the front one. Diamond. This one is the guy yeah, talking. He's obviously the oldest. Okay. But they all look to be, they're fairly well dressed. They have darker hair. Um, and no, they have blonde hair. Excuse Ooh. me. They have blonde hair. Um, blonde hair, blue eyes, and uh, they all seem to be like mid twenties to early thirties. Then I'm gonna see how this uh, mercenary thing plays out, mm -hmm. and if it does not go well, I'm going to surprise attack that fellow in the back. <laughs> not gonna kill him. I'm just gonna like. I'm, I guess it'd be a grapple. I'm yeah. gonna like come around him and put the um, cleaver okay. to his throat. Gotcha. Um, so a, a mercenary for hire. Yes. What do you mean? For what? For what? For anything. You yeah. pay if you pay me enough, I will anything do anything we want. Almost. I have morals and integrity, sir. Oh, we're I not asking you to no, any any job within reason that you. I ain't a murderer, right. but fifty gold is. You're 50 a random guy in the forest. He's suspicious, so you roll deception on me, yeah. and I'll roll with. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Nice. Yeah, he, he's convinced. Um, what well, guys? Groban and, and call. Listen, listen. This guy's a this guy's a mercenary. He 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 looks a lot tougher than us too. He could probably take care of he could probably take care of Simon for us. Simon, you say? Yeah. Simon, Simon. Arlo looks over at Simon. <laughs> yes, of course, Simon. Simon. He's oh, a, I hate he's that a, man. He is a. I'll do this one for half price. He is a seedy little dwarf. Although I do require money up front. Okay. How um, much? How much gold do you have? We probably have like 50 gold between the four of us. That'll do. Oh, oh, 50 gold? I'll take care of him myself. You won't have to do anything. You continue your business. I'm going to, I'm in the back. I'm going to kind of wave to Grim and I'm going to like point at him and then point to Simon and like kind of do my hands like, why? And then like a knife across the throat. Okay. Why kill him? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Do I, do I need to roll something to understand that? Uh, sure. <laughs> like, just, uh... Yeah, just roll, like, intelligence, I guess. Uh, straight up 12. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Okay. Um, alright, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do anything with that right now. Uh, okay. yeah, I will take care of the whole ordeal. Simon, myself, you continue, 50 gold. Yeah, well, we just know he's waiting here for a magic, he, he's coming here for a magic item. Ooh. Uh, because he, he took a... He took a tapestry from our house, a, a family heirloom he took from our house. Interesting. Uh, he treated our mother pretty poorly, led her on, told her she loved him, and now he up and left with the, the you know, our family tapestry. I over-exaggeratedly uh, do a shrug with my arms extended. That is a horrible thing to do. I do not know why anyone would do such a thing. Okay. In answer to Jack's yeah, gotcha. query. At this point, Arlo is just like full face glaring at Simon. <laughs> right. so, like, what did you do? I'm oh, definitely wait, no, not going to use vampiric touch on these fools. Simon can hear it. We can hear this happening, so he leans over to Arlo and says, It wasn't as bad as they said. I didn't hurt anyone. I mean, I had a good time with their mother, and then. Oh, that's. Yes, that's I just used. Disturbing. I just. I took. I, I, they, I knew they had some information on where the Mask of Many Faces might be, so I used my. You know, bardish tactics to get in there and, you know, learn a few things. All's fair in love and war. Okay. I lean over to Burb. I tell him, Burb, keep an eye on this man. Burb so, says, 
fear and love and war. <laughs> he doesn't say that. I'm sorry. So I, I step up and I, I reach out my hand, kind of like, do we have a deal? <clears throat> did we roll that insight on the... Yeah, we did. Yeah, you did that. We definitely... Um, 50, like, 50 gold. That is... You keep the title of murder and, uh, off your name. Gro- Groban turns around to uh, Aspen, uh, like Josh Groban. <laughs> he turns around and says, "Anything for mother. We need to teach this fool a lesson." Now, but, but, but remember, we're not we're not trying to kill him, right, Aspen? And Aspen says, "No, no, we're not. Yeah, we're, we're not, we don't want to kill him. We just want to oh, beat him up. We just want I to misunderstood. Yeah. I can do this. No problem. Yeah, we just, we just want to we just want to hurt him. We just want to make him not want to not do this to any other poor women out there." I understand completely. Okay. I take the 50 gold. All right, yeah, they hand you, they, like, they all scrounge around their pockets for 50 gold pieces because they're wealthy boys and, and give you the gold pieces. Is all right. So now we're just going to sit. You, I don't want you to leave. You have to stay here with us. Oh, yes, and I whenever understand. Simon, Simon, that promiscuous dwarf comes, you when he comes down here for the, the item, you just, just beat him up, okay? Can do. I want to go back up there to wherever they are. Okay. Is the stage near? Can yeah, I? you're on the stage. I will. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to like... Maybe that's why we can hear them so good. Lean, yeah. lean on the... Well, no, I'll just... I'll stay up there and watch them. Arms crossed. Okay. You're doing what? I want to remain stealth even as I approach them. You're coming to them? Yeah, them. Uh, Arlo oh, and Simon. Okay, gotcha. I want to just... Kind of walk up behind Simon and put a hand on his shoulder as if I'm leading him down the steps. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Arlo, please don't, please. I mean, Jack, please don't push me down these steps. I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't I haven't known you for very long. Fifty gold is a lot of gold. Grim might actually beat me up. You have to reap what you sow, Simon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> 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 We, uh, that was a good way to uh, to leave that. Um, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening to this on YouTube. If you're on iTunes, please be sure to leave us a review. Those are really helpful. Follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games. Will Simon get beat up? Will they find the mask of many faces? Will other things, cool things happen? <laughs> Who knows? Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. We love you very much. Bye.